Hey, we're Sam and Julia. This is Come Home. Good day, Slim Radio Live Sessions. It's your host, Hessel de Mark. I'm sitting here across of a musical collective that can fill the room with a wonderful ambiance. Or they can melt your heart and cut through it with the emotion of their song. Sitting across of Sam and Julia. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having and thanks, us. And thanks for, and thanks for playing such a, such a wonderful song for us on the first go. The first song was called Coming Home. Come home. Excuse me. Yes, uh, <laughs> just came out. Last month. 
Yeah. So this is super fresh. This is like straight straight out of the studio almost. When when was this song? When was this song made? This song specifically? Um, like written or? Yeah, like written, made, produced. Um, let's see. I think we wrote it in the summer of 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 19. Sorry. <laughs> That's a long time ago. 19. Uh, we wrote it in the summer of ni- 2019, and then we recorded it uh, that winter. So uh, ni- 2019, 2020. Okay, and then it took. So if it's re, if it's released a month ago, then it took a while before it came out. Or you released, or you recorded it in the winter of two thousand and twenty. No, we re-recorded it. Yeah, more than a year ago. But then, and we were planning on releasing everything a bit sooner. But then Corona happened. Mm. So like many other artists, we decided to wait it out a bit. Yeah, it's our first album, so it's kind of like your baby. So that's yeah. yeah. We really want to bring it out when we get, can actually play with our band. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But so there's three singles already out, so... Oh, dope. So we're building up. Is there, is there going to be any more singles released before the release of the album, or this is going to be it for this, uh, for this project? No, there's actually one coming up in oh, really? March, probably. Yeah. And then after that, how many, how many songs is the album, actually? Eleven. It's going to be 11 songs. So yeah. four songs of the album are already going to be out and then you're going to release the album. Yeah. The next six, yeah. That's our plan. It's kind of how you do things these days because people uh, can, or people can't, you don't, you don't um, misjudge your audience, of course, but it's like, it's, it's pretty seldom now that people listen all the way through an album. We mm-hmm. really hope they're going to do that because that's the way how we wrote the album, of course. Yeah. But we thought it would be nice to give them small pieces too. Mm. Yeah. Mm, to kind of get warm to the album first. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. And this song, what is it? What is it about? You know, I felt like I felt a lot of emotion coming through the coming through the song, or it brought me in a vibe uh, mm-hmm. immediately. What is the song? What is the song about for you guys? Uh, for us, it's kind of like a, uh, we're we're kind of talking to someone who's um, not doing so well. And um, has kind of gone, I guess, off the track. Uh, and we're kind of trying to comfort them and say, like, or, like, make them appreciate the things about being home that can, you know, make you feel safe and stuff. And then um, because of corona, everyone was home a lot. So it kind of, uh, it was kind of weird to release it then after everyone had been home for almost a year because people <laughs> might have been like, no, I don't want to come home. I've been home all year. I want to stay outside. <laughs> But it's kind of, we've also learned to appreciate um, what being home is like and, and, and the nice things like your family and, and, you know, your mom's lasagna or whatever uh, <laughs> that kind of make you feel happy to be at home. So it's, it's kind of, I guess, a homage to, to that. Yeah, you wanted to put that, that experience or that feel into, yeah. into a song. Yeah. And is, so, is it something that you... Uh, so this, this, type of, uh, this type of song, you say that you would like to comfort somebody that is, not, is out of place maybe or doesn't mm-hmm. feel right. Yeah. Is it in your mu- music something that you can take, take into, uh, into performing a song where you're like, I hope this, this hits with the people that are listening right now and uh, feel, like they, uh, feel like they're out of place or feel like they're not in a, in a comfortable situation right now? Yeah, I would say so. I think the the thing that you're trying to do or what I try to look for most when I listen to music and Julia as well is to kind of get that emotional connection with the artist. So that's why a lot of our songs are also quite, I guess, emotional or, or at least 
like we're we're trying to especially on this album open up more yeah about uh stuff that yeah struggles (laughs) 20 something (laughs) to get people to get that to get that reaction that like relation i guess so more so putting your own emotion into into these songs yeah for sure i think it was first written to like comfort each other because we both went through some things like in the year that we wrote the album and i think if it helps if the song comforts us then it should comfort the audience as well or something yeah is the is making the music also a part of of healing in in all these things that you experience in this you know beginning of the 20s time of your time of your life when you write such a song do you feel like it's it's also part of the healing process for you guys yeah it's definitely yeah i think this album we called it a bit of our like a coming of age album mm. because on our first ep we were a bit more yeah how do you say that I think the lyrics were more general or something. More distant, maybe. More distant and more about topics that we heard uh, artists that inspire us sing about. And then in this album, we wanted, yeah, to be like more open and to get let the audience get to know us more. Yeah. Talk more about like specific things that bother us or that we find funny. Yeah. And it's definitely a healing thing because the song "Crying at the Zoo" that we are we are also going to play today. Um, it's a- actually like a tragic comic. Is that a English word actually? Tragic comic? Probably not. It's a it's tragedy a comedy because <laughs> it's about tragic and comedy. It combines it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in "Crying at the Zoo," it's like you can laugh about it and you can cry about it. And I think that's if you can look back on a panic attack and laugh about it. You're already a step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better. Yeah, I feel that. When you were doing the EP, do you feel like it was more difficult to make songs about your own experiences? Or that was it just that at the time you liked to take more external experiences or or inspiration from artists that you really liked? No, I think the, the experiences we wrote about on the EP were personal. Yeah. Like, uh, what was it about? It was about my brother... Yeah, we divorce that kind of stuff of but we we is more like l- lyrically i think we yeah. kind of there's like a distance between us and the the topic of the song and now on this album it's more like i guess also from the first person and it's just a bit more um how do you say like detailed or just more like bare kind of yeah yeah that's it i think it's more like if because like the the song about our parents divorcing on the EP, we, we would use like a metaphor, like it's a two-track station and one oh, yeah. train is coming in and one is leaving. And now on this album, we just be like, my what parents got divorced. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So that's the difference. We learn to be a bit more blunt, actually. Yeah. Just say what it's like. Yeah, with with the songs that you have already released, how does it feel when you're more open and then people surround you listen to it? Because when you when you write more in metaphors and in like you say with the train tracks, it's more that people can listen to it and they can fill in for themselves what they uh, what they feel with it. You know, when when you say very bluntly, my parents got divorced. It's something personal about you, and people get to know something about you. How how is that uh, how has that experience been in the people surrounding you, or the people that you talk to in the music that you have already uh, released? Um, building up to the album well I got the first single that we released it's called one man show and it's mm-hmm. about like being uh, or falling in love with someone yeah that's just that just likes your company at night let's mm-hmm. get into that 
and uh, then I got a text actually is this like saying is this song about me and I was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> people can recognize yeah yeah even though that song was quite metaphorical yeah that's true but still, I guess still it was less metaphorical than, than earlier, yeah. Yeah, but I, I kind of like that, that you, yeah, that you give something spicy to your audience. Yeah, and, and how does it feel when that, when that person, so was this song about that person that texted you? Or is that, that's, that's still, <laughs> you know, this, this, <laughs> this information is classified. <laughs> So you you guys are um, are two people, of course. You all both have your own experiences, your own things that happen in your life. So when writing a song um, that that's an experience of one of you, do you just you know does one of you just come into the studio and it's like, yo, Sam, you know what happened yesterday? I got to tell you about this, or or like that other way around, or how how does that how does the how does the how do these songs then form? You know, from these experiences. Uh well so crying at the zoo is a song like that where we didn't both cry at the zoo <laughs> um, yeah yeah um but I look back at it and we talk about it and um and tr just kind of brainstorm about how we could put that into a song um and so even though it's m my story specifically um I guess we still find a way to kind of Julia it's not like Julia's never had a similar experience you know mm -hmm. um. Uh, so then we talk about kind of yeah the the things that that link them together and then try to take that feeling into into the song, but it was specifically at a zoo because that was a, a more interesting <laughs> story I guess or a location instead yeah, of crying in my room you know one <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crying in the shower is uh, yeah is outdone. It's overused. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is indeed that's indeed a, a wonderful title for a, for a song and it kind of kind of makes me warm to. To hear it, you know, I've already heard about this song now twice. Um, that's the no next song you're going to play, right? Yeah. Okay, can we, can, can we hear it? Of course, let's go. Our next song is going to be Crying at the Zoo. Fake snow, I got nowhere to go 
So I cling on to you It's the only thing to do I'm crying at the zoo The world came crashing down on me I always get this blue Watching the cocoons I'm crying at the zoo The world came crashing down on me I'm feeling like a fool I think it's time to get going We'll take the early flight home I wanna sleep in a bed That I can call my own Wolves howl at the sun I wanna get up and run A polar bear on fake snow I got nowhere to go So I cling on to you I'm crying at the zoo Broken, crashing down on me I only get this blue Crying at the zoo I'm crying at the zoo The world came crashing down on me I'm feeling like a fool Can't we just go home? Sam Julia, crying at the crying at the zoo, the song you just played, it really hit me in a way. It, it made me kind of, you know, it made me it made me feel a bit, um, you know, it brought up some of my own feelings of of like um, when you can feel bad in some of these random situations. You know, it gave me a bit of a feeling of uh, anxiousness, but not like oh man, this is so this is so gritty. But just um, I really felt the emotion in the in the song, so. I really, I'm really, I'm really kind of buzzing to hear, to hear this, to, to hear this crying at the zoo story. You know, it's, it's such a, it's such a visual, uh, visual name that you can already picture it. But you said, uh, you said Sam, that it's your, that's your experience actually. Um, what, what, what happened here? What was, what was the, what was the experience that that led to this song eventually? Uh, well, it was during a summer that I was just feeling quite anxious and just not good like it was uh, i think one of the worst dips in my life emotionally um so but i had a, a a trip planned with my girlfriend and um but i was still feeling like anxious and, and shitty but i thought maybe going on holiday would take my mind off of things and make it better and so we went to prague um and we checked into an airbnb and it was just not like in the photos and it had this really kind of depressing vibe to it um So not off to a great start. And then it was just this really like busy city with a lot of people where I think what I needed was just to be like in the middle of nowhere, you know, for a while. Um, so I just kept feeling really shitty. And I thought, okay, maybe like my last resort was, okay, maybe if we go to the zoo, you know, that'll be kind of nature-y and, and, and maybe that'll cheer me up a little bit. So we went. Um, but then I saw all the animals in the cages and stuff and like a, a polar bear just walking around aimlessly and stuff and that really just kind of was like the final blow so i so i had a, a bit of a breakdown there in the zoo and people were looking at me like what's going on there i had my sunglasses on but i think there were still a couple of tears like going <laughs> going underneath um so 
yeah and then we we were like i was like man i just need to go home so we booked an early flight and and i went back home and then i started slowly feeling better um and i've been feeling feeling better since uh and but then like a year later or something when we were writing this album we i was like i i told julie that story and we could kind of laugh about it too because it was such an absurd situation and then we wrote a song about it that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> i kind of i really like that you say that you left about it too when you told about it because it's not like i hear this song and i just you know break down to the floor like no nah, fuck yeah. you know it's also it's also vibey it's not just like it's it doesn't just sound sad or it doesn't yeah. just sound like something terrible but that was also, yeah that was definitely a, a conscious choice we made to not mm-hmm. to not make it a super draggy sad ballad you know but kind of also see the the funny part in it yeah uh, instead of just moping about it yeah i feel like even these these super tragic situations if it's in also the the place where it happened you know that is just at the zoo people do not go to the zoo to cry you no, know no exactly yeah they do not go to the zoo to break down or have this yeah. moment of uh especially not the Prague zoo they had some like crazy <laughs> animals they had tigers and stuff it was a really good zoo <laughs> it was really good actually yeah yeah it was probably just not what you uh, what you needed at that at that time no not at all not at all yeah we were in edinburgh before in scotland that's where where my girlfriend's from and i felt really i felt pretty good there actually because we were in the in nature and stuff but then the city was uh mm. not great <laughs> the like prague so yeah yeah do you do you do you guys both uh share that that you said that you really actually needed some nature you know some calm mm-hmm. not like all this uh concrete and and this busyness of the city Do you both share that? Do you think that you sometimes need to... Because you both live in Amsterdam at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. You Do you both feel that sometimes you just need to get out of here? Yeah, definitely. You grew up out of town even. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in a village that's close to the sea actually. And we lived across the forest. So yeah, that was a really nice childhood. But always we went to, into the woods. Yeah. And, yeah. I need the space to really clear my mind and normally I would like you have you could go to like artist residences in Europe or to write songs actually it's really cool I just found out that one year before the lockdown started that you could go to Portugal and stay in an artist residence and write songs and it was really really cool actually Mm -hmm. Mm, yeah so now it's kind of sometimes it gets heavy on your mind right especially being in a small like Uh, 10 square feet room yeah. in Amsterdam. Yeah. I think the tricky thing about it is you don't realize it when you're in the city because you get caught up in just life here. And then when you go out, at least for me, that's always when it like kicks in and, and I realize that you need kind of need that time or that yeah. mm-hmm. just that Respect environment. Yeah. yeah. So I wish I'd have, we'd have a, a little country house somewhere. To, <laughs> but we don't have that budget right now. That's the yeah, dream. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's our getaway right now. How so? So how does how does it look? How do you um, how have you designed your own container? You know, I've never I've never seen it. But you know, do you have guys have a lot of plants and greens, or what is it? What is the vibe right now? Yeah. Oh no, man. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good vibe. Yeah. We actually put some time and effort in it to make the acoustic better and to make it vibe with a nice carpet and some. We got nice lights, like warm, warm lights. Oh, dope. Gear, nice little rug. 
I, I'd say it's, it's a good, inspiring place. I've seen worse studios at the Treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, it an, is it an improvement from the places where you uh, previously went to write or work? From Julia's bedroom, yes. Yeah. <laughs> from my bed. We actually wrote our whole debut album in, in my bed. I wanted to say that's not true. In my room. Uh, yeah. yeah. And Sam is going to live there next week. It's a it's really small room on the fourth floor. Um, it gets really, really hot in summer, and it was in, in summer. So mm. Stoked. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah. It's, it's an upgrade, a, yeah. It's a place that where, you doesn't, where you don't look at your bed the whole day. Yeah, and that's more inspiring probably to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's probably difficult to um, to to balance that out because you you know let's say you do a long session in your in your bedroom, mm -hmm. and then after 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 you leave, you just have to go to bed in your bedroom again, yeah. and then you wake up in your bedroom. Yeah. yeah, I found that during the beginning of the lockdown, that was one of the triggers for for I think both of us to to get a studio because I was mm. eating, sleeping chilling, working, everything in my room. Mm -hmm. And it just, I started kind of going crazy. And then we, this treehouse thing came up. We were like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. And I'm so happy we did. Yeah, It's really nice to go there, work, and then go back home and kind of forget about it or like yeah. let it process in the back of your head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's also, I think, a thing where if your home is your, your workstation, then you're always at your workstation, you know? Yeah. You can always feel like, okay, because, you know, especially in music, There's there's so much you can do, you know. You mm -hmm. can you can pretty much, uh, you know. You guys can probably work on a song every day, you know. Write something every day, or, you know, hit up this guy that might have a nice connection with this other guy or whatever. You know, there's always yeah. something to do. Yeah. So then your room doesn't really isn't really your place of calm anymore. It's exactly, just your yeah. your yeah your 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 jungle or yeah. or how to name it. Mm -hmm. Just everything. <laughs> so has the, have the have the creative juices been flowing? Because talking about the album, is the album already finished? Yeah. yeah. It's it's completely finished. It's, masked, it's being pressed right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's so, super exciting. Yeah. yeah. And and do you do you guys have a release date already? Or that is like also looking at the situation when yeah. we're going to drop? I wish we had. Hmm? We can't wait. But it's probably going to be somewhere in the spring. Yeah. yeah. We're hoping May, maybe. And then we can play a little maybe. bit. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> But we started working on new stuff as well, uh, yeah, to kind of keep going. Today. Yeah, yeah. So it's still early stages because the thing about having an album that's not yet out is that you also feel like you can't really move on yet. Yeah. Because you have to when we're we're gonna perform again with this album. You have to play the songs of the album, and if you already have like a bunch of new songs, you want to play the newer songs. Yeah. So we're kind of yeah. A bit stuck in the middle, but yeah. we're we just set our eyes on. Let's just ride on and yeah, keep on being inspired. But how do you find it as an artist now that like inspiration is sometimes hard to find when there's no weird things. Well, there's a lot of weird things happening, but it's all Corona themed. Yeah. And normally you had like a a girl or a friend that came home after a night of partying and she had this crazy story and you get inspired by that or you. Yeah, you you don't experience that. Yeah, well, 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 mostly I'm a I'm a live session host, and uh, <laughs> sometimes somebody comes in with some inspiring music or story, you know, <laughs> might use that later. But it's most definitely true that the world is a is a lot more uh, quiet. Um, 
but I think it's also that also makes it a good time to to work on uh, things and to be able to uh, to make art and um, you know there's less there's less excitement around maybe but there's still a lot of the same uh, things are going on in people's um, lives it's just a thing of uh, can you can you speak to those people and do you still see this see the same amount of people that you're seeing I think mm-hmm. no we're not see the same oh no I, I don't see that many people anymore these mm. days <laughs> sorry i zoned out for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> no but that's also that's also why it's great to uh to have you guys in uh, in north i think because there are you know there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of great artists and just people that um also do the same thing as um as, uh, as other artists that are over there you know so you still get to at least you know even if it's a conversation outside you know to uh to be ventilated you can still see people and, yeah. and have conversations instead of just being like i see nobody at all and i'm mm. at home because that's not the most inspiring no yeah <laughs> it's quite uh that's quite negative but um let's not linger on the negative for too long <laughs> you guys came here with three songs i heard that's what i heard is that true that's correct yes <laughs> well you know this song was quite of a emotional roller coaster but i i'm i'm very excited for you know the next song can you, can you can you guys play that for for us of course sure yeah gladly our final song is called not your heart You found it lying in the rain You brushed off all its dirty stains You put it down by a fireplace It began to talk after some days Pick me up, don't put me down So my feet Don't touch the ground You made it beat You made it ache It was not your heart to break I didn't think much of myself A book that never left the shelf Another lonely night, oh well Another TV dinner, what the hell The doorbell rang, you came in Through my TV dinner in the bin You picked me up Put it all at stake It was not your heart to take Trampled heart in the same place 
gave you the introduction i said that you can melt one's heart and slice through it with the emotion of song this song there is no better song <laughs> to match that than this song because i was over there in the corner for all the viewers i'm pointing to the left for all the listeners sorry and it was just um it's such a um, it's such a touching song you know it's such a su touching song it's not often that i have that um a song hits me and then and then not not pers not just the lyrics but also in terms of how it sounds you know how the melodies are how the um, how you guys um how like the synergy of of both your voices is um so yeah it really hit me it was a super emotional song thank you um what 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 was the what was the inspiration for this for this song what what led to you guys uh writing this uh, cuz yeah like i said really uh, really hit me Well, yeah, this song actually we created in perfect harmony, like we're singing it in harmony, but we also wrote every every sentence together. Um, we both been we've both uh, been through some heartbreaks, mm. so we know the feeling. Um, and yeah, it just started with the idea like, why does someone has have the has the right to break your heart? Who has the right to break your heart? Mm. We found that a nice yeah, sentence to move forward from. And then the metaphor of being picked up by someone, lifted up the ground, and then after a while you're just thrown back on the ground. Mm. And, and, yeah. Oh, we also just felt that the, the album needed one song, just kind of us, like in the, the bare essence, mm -hmm. like a heartbreak song, uh, just one guitar, two voices. Um, So that really like kind of tied the album or it was a nice little thing that it was missing. Yeah. Um so yeah, we're glad with how it turned out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super wonderful. How how did you did you guys write this like straight after this happened to one of you or both of you or was it just like did you just feel inspired on a day to 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 go into this this song because you know when i hear a song that's so emotional i always wonder like was it is it also emotional to write it you know or to sing it or to feel that those first moments of rehearsing it you know it was i always feel like when you're going through a heartache you don't write your best material I, mm. i've written my worst songs like <laughs> in the my moments of complete despair so this song was actually a while after and i think that did me and you both good to have like a helicopter view on what do you feel when you're heartbroken? Yeah. And so, no, we, we were both, we weren't in the middle of the heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. But you still channeled that, um, at least it feels to me like that, that emotion was still channeled, you know? Yeah. Because you can be um, you can be past a, a situation and write a song about it, and then be completely detached. Where you also do not, um, you know, you really look at it as as an outsider. Like, okay, this is just something that uh, that happens. But um, I've, yeah, I've I've I just really um, 
yeah, it's just it's such an emotional song, you know, for real. I was over there in the left corner and I really, um, it really, uh, it really hit me. Was it this, so talking about, talking about heartbreak, do you feel like um, this thing of, you know, being heartbroken and then have to getting, have, having to get over it and then it happening again, do you think this is just part of the game of, of love? What, what do you guys think? What's your opinion? Yeah, I think so. I mean, who who goes their whole life without a heartbreak? I don't think that's really possible. I mean, unless you like abstain from love and then <laughs> say, I don't want to get heartbroken, so I'm not going <laughs> to go for it. But that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's part of life. It's the same as like how one summer I felt kind of shitty and sometimes you feel bad and sometimes you feel good. You can even mm. go through heartbreak within a relationship. Mm. Yeah, you know, true. Lots of the downs and thinking that someone is falling out of love and yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of drama in love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what also makes it so interesting. And Yeah. You wouldn't want to miss it for the world, but at moments you want to. Actually. Yeah, it's one of these things that, like you both say, you have to experience it. And that's why most people experience it, but it does suck, you know. It's... Mm -hmm. Kind of have to uh, put your heart open for it, and then and then sometimes it goes your way, and sometimes it just completely uh, doesn't go go your way. I think I read the other day. I read that apparently the whole uh, the Buddhism is like based off of the the quote or the the idea that there's no happiness without suffering. It was so mm. that's the same with heartbreak. I think. Oof. Heartbreak is suffering, so you can't really be happy if you don't suffer because you don't know the, the like the contrast or something. Yeah, no, for sure. I've been to some some Buddhist lectures before, and they did they, I get it right or did yeah? I, I, I think I think quite because there there was a lot of people saying at that place like yeah you gotta you gotta you gotta even love the pain or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. And th that is that is something uh, which I quite get that people. That sometimes you can be like, I want to have a life with no pain, no no troubles, no hardships, you know. But then again, you know, then well, would the good moments really be as good as they mm. as they are, you know? No, I don't think they I would. I really get that loving the pain thing because I think like all artists have some sometimes have loved the pain of like staring outside the window and playing a Celine Dion song and the rain's pouring. Interesting out. choice. <laughs> <laughs> all, Not I'm the all song. By <laughs> My heart will go. That particular Celine Dion. <laughs> but I mean the type of being like totally in your self pity. It could be really nice to dwell in that. Yeah. I think I think music is also such a good uh, tool to do that, you know. I know I yeah. know tons of people that when they're going through something rough, like a heartbreak, mm -hmm. they listen only to heartbreak songs, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's how you kind of process most of it. Yeah. No, like sure. just go through it and then you'll you know you'll be okay. But yeah. Yeah. Instead of like trying to avoid it or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to kind of, I always, uh, before always saw doing that as a bit, um, you know, I didn't really get it. But yeah, you got to, you got to guide, kind of got to um, really feel the emotion. Like you said, you cannot just be like, okay, my heart was broken, but I'm not going to pay any attention to it. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to do whatever and I'm not going to, mm. not going to let it affect me. Yeah. Well, I think some people do that, but I don't think it works out in the end. So yeah. Well. <laughs> I think it's uh, I think it's probably a little uh, a little unhealthy to uh, to do that. Yeah, mm. for sure. N yeah, maybe a little, but like you say, a lot of people do engage in uh, in such activities. Okay. I'm 
I gotta say, I'm, I'm, you guys really make me very stoked to, for this uh, for this album to come out. What is the what is the place where we can check up on you guys and see when when the release date is out? You know, we can see it live and direct, and and just follow all the progress from from then on. Uh, well, Instagram, <laughs> you got it all. No TikTok yet, though. No TikTok. Oh, no. You have to get the TikTok. Come on. You guys considering it yet? No. No. <laughs> It seems like a whole lifestyle that you have to kind of commit yeah, to. So that's true. I'm okay. <laughs> But uh, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Mm. We have a website. Um, yeah. So Sam and Julia. It's so it's the end sign. So it's not end written. Yeah, yeah. It's What's that end called sign. again? There's a word for it for the end. Sign. The ampersand or something. Yeah, right? ampersand. That's it. Yeah. Such Sam a weird word. Yeah. Sam ampersand Julia. <laughs> Amazing. We will follow anything. Can I? Can I ask one? More? I, I wanted to know what is. Uh, you know, you don't have to say if you don't Here want. It to, comes. You I already know. know what you're going to ask. But what is your favorite song of the album? Oh, is it already I out? What do you? Else. What do you thought I was going to say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> huh? Just the classic. Are you guys a couple? Oh, <laughs> nah, yo. But I think you already know the answer. No, um, I, I don't actually. But guess. Uh, I guess uh, no. Correct. <laughs> I have an eye for these things. Favorite song of the album? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel the love, which you know. Yeah, that's true. A brotherhood. Sisterhood. Um, the favorite song of the album, it shifts. My, my favorite shifts, actually, but I would say we didn't play it today. Mm. My favorite. Mine is currently... I think Easy is my favorite. Yeah, I think mine too at the moment. That one's the one that that comes out next month. So okay, amazing. Okay, amazing. Yeah. You are, that that's all the more reason for everybody listening to follow these wonderful artists because they have two songs in their repertoire that weren't even these songs mm -hmm. that are their favorite songs. So everybody, you know, I'm calling to everybody to go follow the socials. Go check the website. It's all probably in the link in the description on YouTube and also on Spotify. We'll also do some things, and you're listening right now, so you you probably pull out your phone. Sam, Julia, thank you guys for coming. You played some amazing music and uh, we'll be checking you out. Thanks for having Thanks us. For having